If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Coming up on Unlocked, episode 393, we've got a lot of talk on Rage 2, a new Ghost Recon was revealed, and we have plenty of news regarding Rockstar, um, particularly on some new acquisitions they've gotten and a new game, and that acquisition comes from kind of a sad thing, so we'll see how that goes. Um, And then plus, we've got some news on respawning, banning, piggybacking players in Apex Legends. Uh, So for more on that, stay tuned. Hey everyone, as you have guessed, probably, I am not Ryan McCaffrey, I'm Miranda Sanchez, filling in for Ryan while he is out on some work trips. Um, And joining me this week is Dustin Legary. Hi everybody, bam! Yay! I, I wanted to start with you because you had that. that Gotta bring the energy. Yeah, Mark Medina. Hey guys. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta bring it back down. That's not. That's not why. Bring it back down. Back. That's yay. How's it going? <laughs> and then making her podcast unlocked debut, Jenna Garcia, our newest wiki editor. Hey, what's up? Hey, thanks for coming. Yeah, excited to be here. Yeah, you're working on that uh, big old rage wiki. Yep. Yep. That's gonna driving through, shooting some mutants among other creatures and people. Yay. Goons. Some goons. <laughs> Shooting everything. Yeah, so I guess let's just go ahead and dive into it. How are you guys feeling about Rage 2? Like, we uh, seem to like it pretty well. You know, yeah. our reviewer, Dan, Dan Stapleton. I hate it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was him, so uh, uh, this is you. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, opinions. I super do not like it as much as Dan does, but mm. I, I liked it okay. Uh, I don't actually hate it. I, I just, I think it's eh. Like, the story didn't really grip me. Mm-hmm. The The gunplay is really good. I'll give it that. The gameplay is probably why people are going to keep coming back. There are some jokes in the open world that I've seen online that could, that you'll probably enjoy. But if you like mm-hmm. Doom, you like the gunplay of Doom, you're probably going to enjoy the gunplay of Rage 2. Uh, yeah, I hear Dan said he was at about the 20-hour mark, and he still has more to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Or no, Sounds he was right. at the 12-hour mark. And he said he had plenty to do after that. Yeah. And I think people are guessing it's around 20 hours to like clear everything. And they're going to continue supporting the game post launch. So mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, um, I'm not the biggest shooter fan to begin with. So I always like to preface things with that um, when it comes to a game of this genre. But it's all right. I think the gameplay is really fun. And for me, I'm also kind of have a weird perspective because I'm just assisting on the guide. So I'm doing a lot of the side quests, yeah. which is a, a totally different experience than just like beeline in the campaign. Um, but I've actually kind of enjoyed just going around collecting chests. It's very like, you know, classic extreme, kind of that doom sense. Like you punch everything open and it's everything's just like, you know, cranked up to 10. Um, but I really enjoy the different uh, nano tried abilities you get which really help vary the gameplay, especially um, a lot of people that come into a shooter like this, they might be like super skilled at shooters or might be a little bit more casual. And I think Rage 2 is really friendly to both of those demographics because like the gameplay is just so fun with like how you can use your abilities and kind of combine them and sort of become overpowered by default if you just kind of go ahead and, and decide to get all those upgrades and then come back and, and just like nerf through the campaign. It also has like various difficulty settings, settings from easy, normal, hard. There's a, cheats you can turn on. So I do feel like it's pretty friendly if you just kind of want to jump into something simple and easy and that you can just kind of beam through. Um, but there is definitely a little bit more depth if you want to go there as well. 
I streamed this with Mitchell Saltzman yesterday and sort of a fascinating conversation started to happen with chat. And it was about, um, I hear the game's 12 hours long. What do you even do after that? And I was like, well, let me take you back in time to a world where there were only single player games and you would play them and then you would play them again and get better at them. Or you play them once and say, hey, I you, did that. Yeah, yeah. And then you move right? on to another, another game. game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's weird to have that conversation when Sekiro, like it's this crafted experience that you you kind of go through and then Rage comes out and they're like, oh, I don't like that. What what's the post game like? And I'm like, it's no, dude. It's just it's just a game. You just play it. You yeah, do all your stuff, and that's okay. It's very strange. You get like two audiences. You mm-hmm. get the people that think that every single game should last them the rest of their lives, or when they get a game like that, such as Destiny, Anthem, Division, they hate them because they don't end. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> or there's no. not enough. Yeah, yeah. I or, think they hate Anthem for other reasons, but, <laughs> but so, yeah, there's not. Yeah, maybe not enough in the end game. There, that's mm-hmm. a valid concern. Yeah, I think what's crazy though is when you have a game that's just flat out good and almost almost undisputably good. Obviously, we all have our own tastes and opinions, but there are some games that are like very critically acclaimed, like you know, God of War as one example, just from last year. And like when it's a game that's just good, you don't really hear those conversations. It doesn't matter if it's really long, like Red Dead uh, Redemption. Too. Like it doesn't matter if it's short, like God of War. If it's good, people just like it. They come back to it. They mm-hmm. still enjoy digging into the world. So I feel like in some ways, if you're even having that conversation, that's almost like a strike against the game. Like if that's immediately what we're going to, maybe it's lacking in other areas that we're not discussing. Yeah, so, but it literally came out today. So yeah. the only perception <laughs> people have are what they've seen from streamers or people with early mm-hmm. access, like IGN. So. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is like Redbox is a great service. You can rent games, <laughs> yeah. you can try yeah, them is. out, and then for like what is it, five dollars for a, a video game? I think I know it's I like a no dollar. It's a dollar for DVDs. Sometimes yeah, you can get a, like, like a, three bucks for a game. Yeah, you can yeah. do like, or you can do like a seven dollars for three days. It just depends mm-hmm. on the. Yeah, there's know, there's a lot of ways to try this out without having to like heavily invest if you're yeah. a little curious about it, but not really wanting to pull the pull the trigger on yeah. buying the full game. I'm a big. Um, advocate. I think it's good. Of rentals. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Especially for games that you're not sure about. I feel like it's uh, very surprising to hear people think that 12 hours is short. Mm-hmm. Like that's, <laughs> that's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, like three or four hours, that's short. Yeah. Those games absolutely exist. But that's like um, every Uncharted game. <laughs> I don't think anybody says like Uncharted's short. Yeah, like, it's not, not four it's hours. not a, no, a PlayStation no, no. Oh, podcast. Well, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about 12 hours. Yeah. Well, right. not, not to spend not too much time on no, this, but, yeah. but do you guys yeah. think that's a symptom of the genre? Like, do we feel like we see this more for like shooters, and, like games I, I of this nature? I think it could be like an open world thing because mm-hmm. people love Doom 2016, and that's just like a linear corridor shooter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because this is like an open world game, people expect there to just be unlimited amount of content. It's launch and, day. Sorry, you man. know, I, I just don't <laughs> think it's there. It's launch day. I think we'll see more about like where this game falls. I think mm-hmm. part of this is. You guys are talking about symptoms. Uh, there wasn't a lot of marketing for it, which was surprising to a lot of people. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys remember seeing any like trailers or anything? Um, I mean, I just remember the E3 stuff and just like mm-hmm. every other time they showed it at different events. IGN and first. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I personally have never really been all that interested in this game. I looked at it and said, me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then moved I, on I with was my like life and never interested. really tried to find yeah. any more of it. I got to get back so. to my no life games like Destiny and Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I just started Final Fantasy, except the server was down yesterday, so it could oh, actually really? start. Anyway. Are you which, playing which on... Which one? 14? Yeah. Oh, yeah? on Xbox or PC? Or? They don't have an Xbox. Yeah, oh, Mark, God. you insensitive Still waiting for that jerk. day. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, that would be really cool. It's our dream to have it on Xbox. Yeah, there's so many things I want on Xbox. I'm like, guys, please. Maybe E3. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It could I, happen. Miranda, I got the, I got the dumb car. The Final Fantasy car that you can get in Final Fantasy 14 right now. Ooh. You have to go play the carnival games. You got to get like 200,000 <laughs> coins or whatever. I have no idea what it. that is yet. Is that game yeah. still subscription? Yes. Uh, it is, yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah, so um, I'm, I'm diving in on top of Dota and Apex Legends and you, everything else that I play. Talk about they, games they, that don't end, right? I know, yeah. Do you have a crew to run with? You should let people know what server you're on. Uh, yes, I do have a crew to run with. Oh, okay. So I'm keeping it quiet. I play on Barry. I play on Barry. My name is Pride of the sunset or it's pride of the sunset i had to make a bunch of different accounts but (laughs) greg miller used to call me pride of the sunset because i briefly lived in the sunset Mm. oh that's that's adorable we did these let's play series together and anyway sorry i'm rambling oh that's sweet (laughs) well that's my character name forever now so mine uh, is rilakuma bot oh i love rilakuma Mm -hmm. and then I, i just like bought the works 
It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's a new like X. You know, when you're a kid, you put like the XX. Or you can tell a lot about someone from their like gamer handle or their go-to like oh, for sure. username for sure. Mine was taken. So I was very angry. Havoc Rose? It was taken. Yeah. Wow. I was like, excuse me? My name on Final Fantasy XIV is Havoc Rose. Uh, I've had that <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. It must have been me. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that kind of, you know, Rage 2. We'll see how we feel about it later. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but before we hit, jump into the news, I wanted to give a quick shout out to E3. This little thing you may have heard of that is coming up and is going to be a super big year for us because this is Microsoft's time to show off, like, they're big things, That's right? True. Yeah. They, they, they've also been saying, guys, this is going to be a big year. We're like, all right, we're holding you to that. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, very excited for that. So please keep tuned to IGN. Like, we have so much stuff coming up about E3 before the show even starts. So, like, just keep your eyes on there. Check out our wiki. Check out our content. Follow us. You know, all that good stuff. Um, just, just like a reminder. Like, we're, we're mm-hmm. gearing up and we're already super excited. Um, we'll have our little features called The Road to E3 coming up here soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so please check those out to get a quick update on, like, everything that's coming. So, like, Last time we saw Halo and like why it's important and all that good stuff. Even though I don't think we really need to tell you guys why Halo is important to us, but you know, <laughs> yep. you get it. Go watch it. Yeah. And uh, so now let's just jump into the news. I don't know what to do for this one. You're not supposed to talk. I forgot what, what the, I, the audio people. What I need I'm to sorry. Know yeah. is what. Is going on in the video version while those songs are playing? <laughs> Nothing, just Mark. It's just us <laughs> sitting there. That's why I'm acting like an <laughs> idiot. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it like went to something. No. Okay. I'd also like to note that Ryan did not teach me how to do any of this, so I'm just like, You're yeah, doing. this is where it goes. I remember we, we say this, and thankfully they're labeled well. There's another one in the middle that I don't. I think I know where that. Go- that's okay. So anyway. Ryan simultaneously did and did not help. Yes. This episode. Yeah. So I am. I am learning on on this, on the job. And I took the name bars down in a reasonable amount of time this episode. Great, I'll see a video. Welcome yeah. back, y'all. Um, anyway, I know people are always waiting for the video. This Sorry. Is, this is my first time on the video in here. Uh-huh. And so that's why I didn't know what happens during the songs. You Apparently, know, they get to just stare at us. Yeah, it's really fun. That's why we do goofy things. I could fix that, but nah. <laughs> but no, Whatever. It's, a good, it's a good opportunity for a speaker yeah. to be. Um, well, we used to have the show back in here, so I ran our anime show uh, and we would decorate our table every episode. So I think we might we might need to bring that back. You know what's really funny? People are like, where are you guys now? It's so weird. <laughs> I'm like, we're actually in the room where all the shows started. Yeah. But we used to be on the wall on the other side of the camera. Mm-hmm. And now we're on this wall. And CJ put this stuff on here mm-hmm. uh, just to give it sort of a textured look. So fancy. And uh, we added the lights because we used to stream. At, we also stream out of here sometimes. And uh, it's a multifunctional room. It is not a bathroom, <laughs> as the commenters have said. <laughs> to, you know, to, to give yeah. context, like when you it's used to watch the shows before, <laughs> there would be the giant gray IGN on the right. Yeah, that's right there. Yeah, now. it's just flipped. <laughs> We're just on the opposite mm. side. <laughs> mm. And that's your podcast unlocked news. <laughs> but now on to the real news. Uh, so first up, we have a game reveal ahead of E3, which is always really weird. Um, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Yep. Was announced by Ubisoft. Sure was. The amount of I paid attention to this, sort of. Mark, you did a much better job than I did. But the yep. coolest thing was how people get injured in this game and yeah. how the healing works. You don't really go into a down state, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. don't think so. I but think you, you get really messed stuff. up. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not a big Ghost Recon fan at all. I. I I love Ubisoft games. I feel like I said this on another podcast, but I, I think yeah, you just it said it for Rage. Maybe uh, it was last, <laughs> last week because we, we um, talked a little about this like kind of yeah. speculation. It hadn't been announced yet, mm-hmm. and so now that it has, mm-hmm. I, I love Probably Ubisoft that. games except for the Tom Clancy ones. And uh, uh, another rule to that is except for the Division. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was uh, people are really hyped about the mud. You can like go under mud, <laughs> go all predator, predator style. Mode? Yeah, it was yeah. so cool. So like he he's in a in a combat scenario, right? Yeah. And he like. Dives in the mud, he covers his face mm-hmm. and he like covers his arms and everything. He did that and then, in the last Tomb Raider. Yeah. And was- and then he like but then he like lays in it. So like it looks like he's just part of the mud and these these sentries are walking by mm-hmm. him slowly through the foliage and then he attacks. Yeah. And he gets all of them. And it's really cool. I like that a lot. What, I want to do that. What I can say is the people that like Ghost Recon in this office seem to be hyped for this game. So I don't like Ghost Recon that much. <laughs> I didn't play Wildlands. Mm. I just wasn't into it. I am stoked for Breakpoint. It's basically Wildlands 2.0. That's 
that's what it looks like. It. That's what it seems like to me. I'm yes. excited. I'm excited to try it out on the fictional archipelago of Aurora. What about you two? In Pacific Ocean, Miranda. Um, yeah. I have a confession to make. Yeah, nothing. So you know how you said you like most Ubisoft games. Mm-hmm. I dislike most Ubisoft games. <laughs> oh, like no. they're just. Fair. It's just not. They. It's like weird because they're so different, but they all still feel the same to me. Sure. And like I can kind of get in these. I like the latest Assassin's Creed because it was such a deviation from everything they've done previously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, as far as like their big open world stuff goes, it's not really my cup of tea. I do enjoy like watching streams here and there, and like I think it's interesting, and they have some mm-hmm. obviously really great design, but not super interesting for me. So this one's probably going to be one I'll give a hard pass on. I think it's out um, actually this year. I'm so glad we have another fall mm-hmm. announcement. So mm-hmm. it'll be on October 4th. Uh, so I guess I'll be playing something else in October. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, it's just not a franchise I ever really got into. Uh, yeah. That being said, I'm always willing to try stuff, yeah. um, especially with, you know, now being in the IGN office and having just, like, more access to be able to try games and, I, you know, wanting to play them and talk about them and, and see what it's like from, you know, a, like a perspective of someone that's from the outside of the franchise or something that I'm always interested in. So I'll probably check it out just for, like, the novelty of it. But yeah. honestly, it just probably isn't my style of game. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is interesting they're kind of incorporating these new elements. And maybe this will be enough of a deviation that it could have, you know, a, cast a wider net in terms of the audience. So Was there anything you guys saw from the reveal? Like, I watched out of the corner of my eye while I was doing other work. So mm-hmm. that was my career. I, I think the story seems cool? cool. It's, like, a guy that... It starts with like him wanting to help people. So like he's he's making like electric cars uh, that can drive themselves, Elon Musk style, <laughs> and then eventually becomes mad with power. Or I don't, I don't really know something like that. Where basically like it he's turns a bad, bad as you do. Yeah. So you know, it's not going to be long where we're living in our own Ghost Recon Breakpoint. <laughs> Well, that's that's cars are starting to drive them. <laughs> yeah, we have those robots. That's a sign. The coffee robots and everything. San yeah. Francisco is half robot, to be honest. Yeah, there's that robot over we on could, King Street. That thing weirds me I'll out. I'll be honest, we could use some more robots. Yeah. But that's just my own problem. Have you seen that robot uh, over there? Yes, I've seen oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah. The drivers in SF are robot. scary. Yeah. 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 Uh, so there were some things that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Like, I do like that introducing. Like in quotes, like light survival elements. Like I do really yes. like that. I do like you can sit in the mud. I mm. personally do not want to sit in the mud, but if my character can sit in the mud, it's great. <laughs> Surprise people. I do like those kind of like stealth elements. Um, and any time there is co-op, I'm always interested. I'm yeah. just like, mm-hmm. hello, I have siblings who live across <laughs> the United States and I would like to play video games with them. Is yep. this something we'd be into? You know what I love about all of Ubisoft's demos? What? The co-op oh. is not at all indicative of what it would be like in real life. Oh, like, yeah. All right, we've coordinated. I'm coming up to the car. All right, so, let's drive away in a coordinated manner. No, <laughs> some dude's going to be like hitting a bong, rolling in, <laughs> not paying attention. I feel like I was talking with somebody about this recently. Was it on the show? I think it was us. I think we were talking oh, about we it. Oh, we were talking about it. Yeah, we're like. Yeah. Me and that's, Brandon. That's not how people speak no. in real life. I think. From those demos, the thing that always surprises me is that there's always a lack of shock or any sort of surprise in the players. Mm-hmm. Like the way they speak is so direct. It's like, I know this video game. We mm-hmm. are going here and then doing this. Mm-hmm. And you need to move over there. Please come this way. And it's just really weird, kind of robotic. Mm-hmm. And I know writing that kind of script is really hard. I and know. you can't just yeah, record that. I, I get why they Take do it. The it's to give you an impression of the gameplay, right? Yeah. But, but it's a little comedic. At the same time, that's kind of what was cool about like Sea of Thieves' promotional material. Like they had, I remember the, one of the first times streamer. I saw, yeah, it was just like people that were actually playing it, and it felt so organic and relatable. Um, obviously, that was still like crafted to a degree, right? That mm-hmm. wasn't just like pulling some random person's Twitch mm-hmm. stream. But I think things like that help it feel like this is something that I can engage in, even if I'm not like, you know, like an expert in this game or this genre. So yeah, it would be here's, nice to kind of see a little bit more of that. Here's what I can say. Me and Destin were in a Ubisoft video and making those videos are fun <laughs> because we're like just what? like, what were we playing? It's Division 2. Okay, yeah. And we're just like, <laughs> boom! And flake left. And like all this like over the top. Like, to be fair, I kind of do play that way. <laughs> I, I don't. So you're a hypocrite. This is all. <laughs> no, I, like when I stream, I kind of get it. You're like, it. all right, so, I'm in. Like, that video, yeah. The video is just no, is, I think is very fun to make. There are points when you want to like make smart callouts and stuff, but just mm, sometimes... Yeah. Uh, well, the video we were watching was for The Division, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what it was for. Never mind. <laughs> I remember now. 
And this person was just standing out there getting like shredded. I'm like, my dude, what are you doing? This is a demo. And like, of course he has to go down, but the way he went down was just really goofy. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just, you know, things like that. You're always a little bit critical of them, but you know, they they have to show off their features, right? And that's Mm. what, that's what they're for at the end of the day. There's a YouTube channel. I don't remember who it was, but they did a, if real gamers played it sort of trailer for Anthem. And it was really, <laughs> really funny. Okay. And I like uh, that. you should check that out. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to look that up. <laughs> uh, so that is Ghost Recon Breakpoint. We have, pl- well, one more thing. Yeah. They're going to have raids. Ghost oh. Recon oh, Ghost yeah, Recon's yeah. going to have raids. We yep. should definitely mention that at yes. least. Yeah. So it'll have some end game post launch content. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. raids will be a yeah. thing. Division's going to have a raid soon. And Ghost Recon. Breakpoint is going to have raids now, too. everything getting raids. Keep that trend going. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Me, too. Um, so if you guys are looking for more content on Breakpoint, please check out our feature that compares the similarities and differences between Breakpoint and Wildlands. And, of course, plenty of other things we have up on the site about Breakpoint. Uh, so next up, Red Dead Online is out of beta. Woo! Yeah. Sure <laughs> and, is. Yeah. It came with, like, a ton of new features. Mm-hmm. Uh, so are you guys... Potentially still playing Red Dead Online? Nope. nope. <laughs> but I watched all the stuff. Yeah. For the news stuff. For the new, the out of beta stuff. Perfect. Yeah. The news this morning, right? Got some new game modes. Uh, I guess the, the story is a little bit longer now. Like they extended mm-hmm. the story. Uh, random events, which are, that's good stuff. I'm going to watch it right now. Some new clothes. So that's the nice thing about us being more casual in this, this little room instead of the studio. You can be on your phone. Yeah. Just kidding. You're, you weren't ever on our phone. I'm lying. It never happens. <laughs> I just want to see the two-minute trailer. I didn't watch it before the show. Well, that's just a, it's just a so, story trailer. It just shows story stuff. Yeah, so they, of course oh, with these yeah. sorts of things. Bye. New, Janet, what stuck out to you of the new updates? Because I know there is one. It, new clothes. Yeah. No? Yeah. New clothes style. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just yeah, I love yeah, the, the cosmetics. I mean, I like the slice of life stuff from Red Dead Redemption 2. That's what pulled me in the most of everything. So any more of that is I'm game for. Whenever I talk about Red Dead, I always say how it's a place you can live in. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah, it's time to go back to my Wild West life. Even though it's not in the West. Um, you know, it's... It's that cowboy time, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so, good. like, and that's kind of the, the one of the big appeals of that game. It's so detailed and and quaint. Obviously, there's plenty of like combat as well. But like, I was just trying to get a bowl of soup. Like, I don't know how y'all <laughs> played, but like, I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna take a bath. The I'm first thing I did around. was look through the comments, and everyone's like, "When do I get to own my own saloon and stuff like that?" Yeah, like, I just want to like live there. Like, yeah, I'm just turning it into a simulation game. Like, like immediately is how I played it. Kind of like turn up the down MMO content. Like, just let us live here yeah. in very different kind of ways. Mm-hmm. It looks like they did a, a bunch of improvements for like uh, for like uh, combat, like getting mm, yes. griefed and stuff. They mm. they fix some things where it's like you'll be stronger if you don't engage, and so you could just like. Would you, uh, you know. like to read John Ryan's excerpt from the oh, article? Sure. So John Where's Ryan that? is kind of our Red Dead Online excerpt, our expert, and we have an excerpt from his article. Yeah, our Red Dead Online expert John Ryan says the most notable not- noteworthy additions. My papers see through. <laughs> In our opinion, are the playstyles and dynamic events designed to reduce griefing for players who want to explore and interact with the world as opposed to battling other players. The defensive playstyle adds a series of buffs against would-be aggressors. This includes unique icons taking reduced damage from hostile players and the inability wait and the inability to be meleeed, tackled, lassoed. Offensive players will experience Red Dead Online with all of its default settings and gameplay elements. So basically, what I take from this is playing on the offensive is basically, in an MMO, flagging yourself for PvP. You're like, I'm open to it. I'm fine with it. We're playing in defensive. It's like, hey, I just want to, I just want to fish. Just want to eat without soup. someone coming up and pushing yeah. me off the dock. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's really great because you know there have been a lot of issues with people getting grief that way. Mm-hmm. I remember many games that I just get in into a town and it's just a massive shootout which is yep. kind of exciting in its own way but at the same time it's like if I just want to go like you know take care of my horse and like ride around then well, and people really like the fishing kind of and, and people would just they would just go around to the docks and they'd lasso you they'd push you off the dock they'd, and just, like, trying, just to trying to fish yeah what the heck and that's like, like hire a bodyguard now people, there's like competitive fishing yeah people fish because it's a good uh, source of income yes mm. yeah um but that being said like i think it's a really good way for them to like kind of pay attention to their community and i think it'd be really cool to see them hopefully like shoving those like players in the same servers so it's like if you mm-hmm. prefer to play defensive you're just with more defensive people mm-hmm. and then like an offensive people like are 
kind of bundled together. So you still get that excitement, but you have the option to, you know, be a little bit parsed out. Yeah, obviously it's hard to compare anything to how massive GTA Online mm-hmm. was, and I don't think still anything is. Can, and oh, yeah, still yeah. is. Um, I don't think anything really can reach that. But do we see this having any sort of longevity in those like terms, or do we think this is just going to kind of be there and and maybe just peter out? I I think what's hard about GTA Online is. Um, they have vehicles that it's like, hey, we can add the Batmobile. We can add mm-hmm. uh, the DeLorean from mm-hmm. Back to the Future. And it's like, you just don't really get those options with. And so, like, the way they hey, make we can money add a is horse. people are like, yeah. <laughs> you can add that one horse new <laughs> that one show that yeah. recently heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. But it's like, you see the DeLorean and you're like, I want the DeLorean, you know? <laughs> Um, but they did add stuff like uh, CEO and like you can make a business and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I can definitely see that stuff happening. But do we think people are going to be so, as drawn to it? Well, I mean, it's interesting, right? Because I mm-hmm. think one of the things that kind of has kept GTA Online thriving is like it's, it's role playing community. Yep. Like that is huge. And mm-hmm. it's so entertaining if you haven't ever seen it. Like it's so cool to watch that all play out. But yeah. that's only on PC, right? Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's a mod, I don't the know. RP servers. I don't know. No, it's so, just, I think she just means just, the people that are like, howdy, Pilgrim. Yeah. Right, but what I'm saying is like, there's the an actual like RP where you yeah, actually I mean, like, I legit are, level well, up. You're talking about like uh, GTA, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, that's a different, that's an, another thing. Yeah, but that's yeah. still like part of like keeping GTA online, like thriving, right? Like of that's a community. And oh, I yeah. So I think if Red Dead 2 ever hard. comes to PC, I think I think that it, would open okay, it up yeah, that's for a good more. Point. Yeah, and, and then keep in mind, GTA Online's been around for many, many years, getting many mm-hmm. updates, all of which you can see on the IGN wiki. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that game came um, out in 2013 <laughs> and then PC in 2014, I think, so. Yeah, so I, th- for a while. I think we'll like just see how it plays out. And, like It is now just out of beta, which is kind yeah. of weird to think about, so there's a lot of potential for them to keep mm-hmm. iterating on yeah, this. Yeah, it technically came out today. Yeah. Even though it's been out for it's just brand, I want brand new baby that's six months old already. <laughs> <laughs> I want the Red Dead Online version of Cunning Stunts. Mm-hmm. And I thought about oh. that multiple times before I said it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you that know, was that, was, that was that was that was the one in GTA where they added the loop de loops and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So imagine that but on a horse. <laughs> like just some crazy horse horsing horse. around that you could do nice. in Red Dead Online. <laughs> horsing around. Yeah, I would like that. Nice. Okay. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually really excited. See myself excited. out, everybody. This is a very goofy thing to be excited about. Mm-hmm. So they added some um, new posse versus modes. Mm-hmm. One is an herb picking contest. <laughs> Finally. I'm down. <laughs> Competitive herb picking. Yeah. Competitive <laughs> I gardening. I don't know why it's so goofy. Yeah, I like it, though. Um, there's, like, new weapons, new showdown mode. I actually do like showdown a lot, even though it's it's very goofy, chaotic. Like, you're not in here to be serious, competitive mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, have you guys played the... Battle Royale mode in that? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No, it's I funny. Haven't. I like it. Yeah, I played the first <laughs> one, and then I played a little bit of the second one. Yeah. Yeah, so it's good. Uh, HDR settings are important, and a new variant FPS control scheme, that's mm-hmm. probably good for people that are like, I don't like this button here. Yeah. It's always nice. <clears throat> uh, so, yeah, so plenty of things coming to Red Dead Online. Um, exciting to see that. We'll see what happens. Let me know if you're... St- let us know if you're still playing Red Dead Online in the in the yeah, comments. Absolutely. I'm, I'm curious. Of, yeah, like what are you guys still doing in there? Like how's it going? Yeah. Um, I think I would like I always want to go back to it, but I just don't have a lot of friends who play it online. Mm-hmm. So it's kinda hard to just have a good time that way. Yeah. But I did the whole campaign. I feel like I've yeah. kind of experienced enough of Red Dead, so yeah. I just moved on to other games. Yeah, it's always hard for me to like pivot from, and I actually still haven't finished Red Dead's campaign. I don't know if I'm going to. I haven't had it spoiled for me yet, so I oh. feel like maybe mm. I should finish it. You, so you I should. Because I, I know, because the story is like really good, and I did enjoy what I played of it, um, and I played like a lot of it, but just didn't didn't see it all the way through. But it's always kind of hard for me to pivot from a game that feels so inherently single player to something that isn't. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just a tough transition for me personally, and I think a lot of players kind of have that. Like a, a game like Splatoon 2 where the focus is multiplayer and it happens to have a campaign, I can do both and it's no problem for me. Mm-hmm. But for this kind of like the mental shift of like now it's a world I can just be in is is difficult because I'm used to it being in this kind of more contained package. But right. we'll see. I mean, I'm open to it, especially if they add more like kind of, you know, competitive herb picking and things. <laughs> that's definitely my jam, like the, the weird s- sim stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like it's so massive already and now it's like even more massive. Uh, yeah. It's just kind of a lot. It's tough when you put down a game and then come back to it after a while too. I think mm-hmm. the only game where that worked out for me was Mass Effect 1. I put it down for like six months, came back, Dang. and I was basically at the end. 
So I just got to do the amazing last few missions. And I was like, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> I'm so glad I finished it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's also part of our jobs. It's hard to stick with things that are going on forever because we have so many other games that we need to play as yeah. part of work. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's like a really awesome thing, but also a thing to consider whenever we look at these really long games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's move on. We have more news to cover. So this one's uh, not great. This is concerning. So Starbreeze might have a liquidity shortfall before the end of 2019, which means that they are running out of money. Um, this came from a report um, just a few days ago. So they were the ones who developed Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, and they published Overkill, The Walking Dead, and owner of the Payday franchise. So there's there's a lot going on with that studio. Um, and as for what can be done to avoid the company shutdown, acting CEO Michael Nurmark I'm sorry, has said that his main goal to avoid the unfortunate outcome will be securing funding. And then here's the quote from that. My main task is to secure financing for the company's future operations, Nurmark said. This involves both long-term financing we can use to build the the Starbreeze of the future, but also making sure that the assets we have determined are unrelated to the core business are managed in a commercially viable way. Once this financing has been secured, we will be able to look ahead and present a more detailed strategy for the future. Uh, Shortly after GamesIndustry.biz reported Rockstar acquired the Indian art production studio uh, Druva Interactive, and I guess they worked on Halo 5, Sea of Thieves, and Payday 2, and they purchased that for $7.9 million. That's like nothing. Yeah, so I read, continue reading on that article from Games Industry, and I think Starbreeze originally purchased it for like if I'm if if I remember it was like eight point five or something. Yeah. So they're selling it at a loss, mm-hmm. and so it's just like oh oh no. Um, I mean, anytime we hear these things, it's really sad. Like you know, you just want to root for these people, and I hope that like you know being public about it will help them find some new investors, um, and whatever that means. And of course, like they're in an independent studio, and they like really pride themselves on that. Like if you search for them, it's just like an independent game studio kind of thing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're really proud of that. So I hope that they can kind of figure out what happens going forward. Uh, yep. Also from GamesIndustry.biz, Starbreeze has not had an easy year either. Uh, so back in December, Swedish authorities actually raided their headquarters <coughs> to oh. arrest yeah. somebody. Jeez. Uh, the person was arrested as part of an investigation regarding insider trading. So a lot going on Yikes. for Starbreeze. So hopefully, like best wishes to them that everything is okay and they figure out. Yeah, I remember yeah. Overkill's The Walking Dead kind of had this weird like they they would show like these story trailers and you didn't really know what it was. They they looked cool, but they didn't say at all what the game was. And then the game came out and people actually kind of liked it. Like it it was cool, but like it was supposed to also come out for consoles and then they eventually mm-hmm. were like, "Yeah, it's coming out for consoles. Don't worry." And then they were like, "All right, it's it's not coming out for consoles." <laughs> and it kind of just went away. Um and then yeah. Payday came back on the Switch, Payday 2, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think they they need to do something with that franchise. Because I, I remember playing it. I think we played it together. Mm-hmm. We did. And it was, it was, like, fun. And then the second we stopped playing, I was like, cool, I'm probably never going to play that again. <laughs> like, it just seemed kind of older. And it's like, it'd be cool to see that franchise come back uh, rebooted, yeah. you know? Yeah, so but it's hopefully. been a lot of unfortunate drama for sure, especially with the the whole console port thing too. I know that kind of became a mess with people's pre-orders and those getting like canceled mm-hmm. and then it kind of being uh, difficult to kind of for ha- to have like players get the information that they like needed um, mm-hmm. in terms of what was going on, which is always difficult when obviously you're running a business and having to communicate with the consumer, but also dealing with all these things behind closed doors. So uh, yeah, you know, hopefully things, you know, pick up for the better. Yeah, so... That was another big bit of news to reflect on and bring up. Um, So, continuing on, Respawn is banning piggybacking players, or at least they are looking into it in Apex Legends. Yeah. Uh, Now, this this is not players getting backpacked and actually contributing. Yes. This is players that are basically going AFK. Yeah, so this is like the ultimate form of piggybacking in Mm -hmm. that... They don't have any intention of actually playing. So Respawn had like a really good explanation of like what they describe this as. Um, so these are people who do not collect a weapon, 
never fire a shot or do any damage. So Sounds it, like a typical game for Destin Legary. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the extreme case. And this is something that they said um, in their post. So they put out a, a, a larger post kind of detailing like what they're working on right now for the upcoming patch. And that this is something they're looking into so that because it was significant enough for them to have to call out, which is really unfortunate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing you get rewarded XP just for basically yep. flying and landing in, and that's the problem. Yeah. So. yeah. so it's like if you just like kind of like kind of walk around every few seconds while you eat a burrito and then walk off yeah. and come back. And Pe- you know, people used us. to do that a lot in uh, World of Warcraft too. You could mm-hmm. queue up, get into an instant, or get into a uh, raid or an uh, dungeon. Yeah, or like the PvP mostly. Mm-hmm. And um, as long as you like clicked your mouse, it was fine. And so, so the people would just yeah. And so people <laughs> would just set macros or get a program that would just click their mouse every minute or so. And so you're like, "Where's our team?" And then yeah. you look, and people are just they're just dying over and over. And you you're not getting much experience, but you're also not working at all. So eventually, you're just because they, they people would find programs that would then re queue yeah. them back oh. up. And so they would just because it. It, you would always spawn outside of the PvP person again, and then the mouse would click around until it finds it, and then it would right-click, and then it would instant queue. And then you'd join, and then you just click. The amount of work to avoid work is always something <laughs> yeah. that is hard to wrap my head around. Yeah, it's just like... Do you Especially just, when the work is gaming. Like, yeah. For yeah. fun, you know, obviously, like, it's just I'll, I'll admit, I used to use uh, macros for... Or, like, like uh, tools for... Oh, my uh, God, you're part of um, the problem? Farmville for the, uh, the oh, Facebook yeah. game. Uh, oh my god! Clicking, clicking okay. all those plants. You gotta work for it, Mark. You that, cheese so the farm I, building. I would just, I would just click it, wow. and it would just go up and down. It would just go. It was awesome. That's check, crazy. Check <laughs> this out. People were building robots in Mortal Kombat 11 because you could just hop into like player versus CPU mode, mm-hmm. and as long as you hit restart, you would get the coins and souls mm-hmm. that you would need. So they would just leave it on and go do whatever. Yeah. And just game the system because the cosmetics are ridiculously expensive in that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really funny to see on Reddit. I'm yeah. like, congrats. People are building robots because your grind sucks. I, I used to do that with Final Fantasy IX. Final Fantasy IX had a, a region like an ability called region where they would just get their health back. And so I would just tape down the left uh, <laughs> directional pad. And my character would just walk in a circle in the open world. She, it'd get into a battle, and mm-hmm. X was also taped down. And it would just go, and they'd kill him. And they'd never die because they'd have region on. And I'd legit come home, and they'd be 20 levels high. What game was for this? Final Fantasy IX. Okay, yeah. Final Fantasy had another game, Final Fantasy twelve where they actually encouraged you to create macros and let the game play itself. It was like oh, this, yeah. uh, this system. Because their battle system was, yeah. yeah. Their oh. battle system was sort of whack, so you would just get into encounters, and you'd be like, here's what I want these characters to do and mm-hmm. how to play off each other, and you could basically program them within the PS2 and just let them fight, but that was part of the system. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cool. I for, 13 re- kind of had that, too, auto battle. Maybe it was 13. What was So 11 was the MMO. What was 12? I think 12 is the one you're thinking of. And then what was 13? 13 just had, 13 was the lightning one. And 13 no, was, that's the one I don't like. Yeah, 13, yeah. You, you could just, instead of saying use fire, use attack, mm-hmm. the game knew what was the best thing to use, so you would just literally click auto, and it would yeah. just pick something for you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Video right. games. Yes. Yeah. Though, unfortunately, here it you know it negatively impacts other people, unlike your corrupt yeah, farm, yeah, yeah, which true. is just for yeah. your yeah. thing. Your you know? farm is for your Good pride. Point, I, wonder what the, I wonder what that farm's up to now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'd love to see it. It sounds insane. Oh, check. Oh, um, but yeah, years. and I think that's always unfortunate, too, with games like this where... Um, like at least when I'm playing like multiplayer games like this online, it's like you, it kind of takes a while for you to get those matches that you feel like mm-hmm. this is a good match that I had. I can I can close the software and feel mm-hmm. you know good about myself with this one. You kind of need a certain amount, like when you play for like an hour, or maybe you want a certain amount of wins. So it gets really frustrating when those experiences are negative because someone specifically made it negative, kind of almost went, going out of their way to do so. So yeah. well, if you look at other battle royales, you can. If you're like, oh, I don't have friends to play with, mm-hmm. you can jump in singles, or maybe you just have one friend duos. But to play Apex, you have That's a great to point. Yeah. jump in with three people. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of like stuck between a rock and a hard place. You're like, I either want to play or I want to play with a pickup group that is potentially going to not be fun to play with. Yeah, and the hard thing, too, is like I've had a lot of really great games with random people. Mm-hmm. Like it's been awesome sometimes, but then I've, I've had also really had the games where we have like that one extra person and they're just like screaming into their mic. It's like, mm-hmm. do you, 
Could you please not? And then you meet them, which is which is nice. It's a little bit easier to do that now. Um, and I've also had the one like where the random will just, just drop by themselves, like yeah. somewhere across mm-hmm. the map, and like you get into a fight. Good luck. Like, where's oh, where's the other person? You're like they're across the map. <laughs> like, yeah. See you later, dude. Um, but I think this could be happening a little bit more because we're getting toward the end of the battle pass. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can see yeah. people trying to like grind for those levels. So it's like the work to get ex- like work done, I guess, mm-hmm. is because if a big part of the battle pass is just surviving. So like you can get a lot of XP for like surviving through long matches. Mm-hmm. And so people were surviving a long time with like a good crew, which is also weird because they're assuming that this crew is going to carry them pretty far mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> without an extra person, which is already harder. Um, then maybe they think that it'll help them level up faster. Some they could, they mm-hmm. could also just turtle, just hide, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and be fine. Yeah, that's a problem. I've done that before. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's when I only do that whenever both of my people quit out. And if they yeah. quit out of the drop, then I just turtle somewhere. I just yeah. like try to like get sneak kills if I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a strategy for solo. Like if your team has been wiped, basically, and you can't get their yeah. their flags. Might as well. What just are they called? Flags. Your banners. Oh, banners. That's what it is. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's uh, that's Apex Legends. Still playing that. <laughs> Very excited for season two. Nice. Hopefully it's good. I'm sure it will be. Yeah. All right. And I think that brings us to our unlocked block. I feel like if they can see us... I don't even care. Guys, <laughs> some of these people can see us. That's true. I need to That's listen to these sounds and come up with a little story that I'm going <laughs> to act out during the during the sound effect. Yeah. That one had a phone and like something opens, a door opens. Yeah, that was an adventure. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot going on there. I want to know who made those. Uh, one of our fans. Oh, a long cool. time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, it's so cool hearing them because <laughs> as a Former fan, former fan, now on the show. It's just like, oh, nostalgia. <laughs> I remember listening to the show when I was in college, doing my dishes and stuff. So it's very cool. Um, so this week we do not have a trivia block because Ryan's not here. And so we cannot take points. So instead, I just kind of threw together a loot box for instance. Again, Ryan's not here, so we don't have email access. So sorry, guys. Please do send in your loot box questions, topics, whatever you may have um, to Ryan. Whatever email he usually shouts out. Unlock at IGN.com. That's what I thought. Thank you. Um, so I posed a question to you guys. Uh, in light of the disappointment with a certain show's trajectory, <sighs> I I'm, I'm sure everyone can guess which it is, um, I want to talk about more positive things. Which game series do you guys think has a satisfying ending? Like gets it right. What, what gets it's- it right? So it's not a series, but I'm going to tell you a game that I really enjoyed the ending of. Okay, yeah. I mean, that's that's still a big thing, too. Are you not following directions? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was really emotionally impactful for me to see the ending of the Ultratech Corporation and Killer Instinct and see that idol was defeated. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in reality, uh, Super Mario RPG. I think okay. uh, Super Mario RPG, uh, Legend of the Seven Stars, is that that's what it is, right, Mark? Yep. Yeah, so uh, the ending of that and the, sort of the story told in that, that particular game, it, w- it was a one-off. So mm-hmm. I, I really liked how that closed and uh, what happened with Gino at the end and how he like went back to being just a doll, but uh, he like brought peace back to the world and everything. I, I thought it was just a really, really fun game that I, it still holds a pe- special place in my heart. Okay. Spoilers. Um. <laughs> Man, this is probably going to have some spoilers. <laughs> I thought about not saying it, you know, but then I'm like, the game's like 30 years old. It's, it's, you know? it's very old. Yeah. Uh, uh, Miranda's gonna yell at me because I already talked about it earlier. Uh, I thought Uncharted had a really good ending. Mark, <laughs> we're not allowed to talk about. Oh, you you talked about face. a Nintendo game. I mean, it's fine, guys. If have that's to, what I was thinking of. A game that, so series, like, it's hard. Yeah, well, I, I'm just thinking of like long running things, right? The um, because that are also done. So yeah, that are, that are like yeah. finally done. It's it's weird to think about where long it's like, running, Destin. It, it was a long game. It was like 40 hours. <laughs> is Uncharted really done, though? Because there's still those yes. side games coming out. I think it's yeah, done. Mark. done. Lost well, Legacy main, is such a side game, right. story. The main game is So, yeah, Nathan Drake's story, I think, I think by the go. time it got to four, it's like, okay, this is four, four games. Game trilogy, how is yes. this going to, <laughs> yes. How is this going to wrap up? And I thought the ending was fantastic. Um, but because you're talking about a show on here, I know you said with game series, but I also want to mention a show oh. that I thought had a really, really good ending. Uh, Breaking Bad. Like the last Breaking season Bad of Breaking Bad. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I super dug that ending. Yes. Hunt, I agree. 
great ending. Controversial at the time. I would also say Sopranos. I was literally just thinking Sopranos. Yeah. yeah. Great I've ending. Right? I liked Mad Men. Mad Men ended pretty well. I never yeah. watched Mad Men. Yeah. I will well, test you. It ends with him singing in a Pepsi. Shh. Commercial. That's also I mean, wrong, but <laughs> well, that's that's like double wrong. Spoilers. Also, you're wrong. <laughs> well, that's sort of how it ends. It's it's not that. No, he he sells the biggest marketing. It's Dr Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> it is a soda. Um, it's maybe one of more important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shows kind of spoilers. I kind of weirdly like their last season's always so different. Yeah. Than the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, some of my favorite shows are. They're like comedies, but it's like The Office and Parks and Rec. Like The mm-hmm. Office, like the last three seasons are very different. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically Parks and Recreation, it's like seven seasons of like the same thing. And then in the eighth season, all of a sudden, everything's different. Yeah, Nobody works there anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> None of them like each other anymore. Spoilers. And they, yeah, spoilers. I'm, um, I think that show ends great. Where it's Parks like, I, I think it is oh, too. I don't like the last season. I, I we think, can fight I think, later. I think. <laughs> I, I also think that The Office ends fairly well. And but it's like okay. at the time, just don't I was watch just the like, season that it's in. But the last episode, good. <laughs> I was just like, why is this like this? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Breaking Bad was one of those things where Breaking Bad's weird because season five is kind of like two seasons because it was the first eight episodes and then there's a huge time jump and then eight eight more episodes. And so, um, but I I think Breaking Bad is like one of those shows where from start to finish, like wow, right. Um, I think we need to have some fights after what, this. <laughs> what were you going to say? Huh? What were you going to say? Oh, I, I was going to say that I think Uncharted ends poorly and it's oh, undeserved. No. I really don't like that ending. Uh, for uh, three. I didn't get four. to the fourth four. game. Yeah. Anyway. I hated the first three so matter. much mm-hmm. that I couldn't get to the fourth. Oof. I was like two. But I played them I, in the modern yeah. era, so that's my caveat. I feel like at the time, people were like, this is awesome. Oh, and I played the first three Uncharted when I worked at IGN. I had never played them. When that doesn't help me. Okay, um, within, <laughs> within the last uh, three and a half years. <laughs> okay, I'm like I, I don't I, know why I, you expect me to have your LinkedIn yeah. like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I played them the the Uncharted the collection the yeah. the PS4 ones. Like not, I never played yeah. them when they were on PS4. Oh, okay, I'm well just, then you have no excuse. No, okay. <laughs> um, I guess for Miranda, did you say your game for your? No, please go ahead. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, I don't want to do Sony. I thought I would do a Sony game as well, but I think I'll go different. I'm gonna go with um, Life is Strange, the first one. Hmm. Though, yeah. I guess does that count as the series ending if there's a second one, but they're in a different universe? I don't know. Um, but I, I like that ending because I felt like it, you know, took things. I don't want to spoil it, but it took things to the extreme. And then what was nice is that it followed through with its like thematic thread, um, which is the idea of like you can't really change fate. Like mm-hmm. one of the big questions in the series and like the main game mechanic is that you can rewind time and you're trying to like make things happen and have them be good, right? You want to like save people unless you play evil or something, right? Like you want you don't want to do any harm to people, you want to help everyone out. But at the end of the day, like hard decisions need to be made and not everyone can make it or survive or have things be ideal. And I thought that was really good because it kind of ends on a decision where it's like there is no good choice here. Mm-hmm. Like in some way it's going to be negative and I thought it was nice to kind of, you know, close that out. Um, for my Sony game one, um, I've mentioned on I think a couple shows already that my favorite game ever is the Jack and Dexter series. And I thought that ended well too. I mean, it closed out its narrative threads and it feels like, okay, this is done and the gameplay evolved over the course of the games. And I feel like that's all you can really sort of want out of game series, like a conclusive story and also some type of you know growth the questions that were in the air and now answered like in Jack and Daxter it was like oh what's up with the precursors and you find that out at the end which is really nice um, and you you know learn a couple extra things along the way mm-hmm. one thing that's kind of weird about games as opposed to like TV shows though sometimes it can happen with TV too or like spin-offs like Breaking Bad had better call Saul and things mm-hmm. is that sometimes oh. you're like it's over but like, is it though? Like at any time, you know, they could do Jack Four, and like, no. I don't know. Yeah. And you know, I wouldn't want them to. Or be good and evil too. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, I would buy it because I have to. <laughs> but yeah. like, you know, I kind of there's some things that you love so much that you almost don't want to see it continue because. Oh, absolutely. It just kind of starts to get bogged down. I mean, I kind of feel that way with the Ratchet and Clank series. Like, it's it's a great series. It's really fun. But I've stopped playing those games a few games ago just because I'm like, it's just the same thing over and over again. It doesn't really evolve. And at the end of the day, it kind of 
almost leaves like a sour taste in my mouth in terms of the series. Like I kind of can't even look at it as fondly as I did as a kid because it just feels uh, stale at this point. Mm-hmm. So I think that can you happen. You didn't play as the well. new one, the PS4 one? No, I know it's, it's really good. good. Yeah, it's it's yeah. weird because it's good. It doesn't do anything wrong. It's just I grew tired of seeing the same thing kind of over and over again mm-hmm. with it and, and not having any growth, which you know I think is something that Mario does really well. It's always kind of changing it up to to avoid that. But Mario sixty four's ending is really good gets the cake. It's good. Uh. So, that, so that's a, a weird thing that I kind of want to also bring up with this topic is that a lot of game series just don't end. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, if we're kind of struggling to find like what's the big Microsoft series that we like For, super connected to that it ended. W- it would have been like Halo 3 at the time. E- exactly. And then or like Gears what had Gears, I think had yeah. a great ending but mm-hmm. now it's still going which I'm super happy for because yeah, I like where sure. it's going. Right. But it's also just like you're not you're not done yet. It's like, that's, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> That's fine for now. It's like Star Wars 4, 5, and 6. Then there's 1, 2, and 3, and now there's 7, 8, 9. For me, Halo, it's Halo 1, 2, and 3. And 3, that ending at 3, I think, Mm -hmm. is a really, really good closing point. Yeah. And right now we're on 4, 5, infinite. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, you know, things will end eventually. And we'll see if we Star Wars. Nothing really ends. Star Wars as we know (laughs) it. Money is involved. (laughs) That's true. It's like no one ever dies because we want to keep because selling capitalism. Things. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. No one dies in capitalism except for people without money. But um, it's true. Um, yeah. So for my games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I decided to pick two. Um, first off, this is going to be like one probably very disagreed with, but also two kind of is not really an end, but is an end for me. Okay. Hmm. It's Mass Effect. The first oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the first three. Oh, I the actually, first three. Yeah. Okay. I really like three. Mm-hmm. I, I think like, I could consider so, that an ending. Well, so it's the end of like because of, Shepherd's journey, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And I know people really hate the ending. So I got to play it after it was patched, like way after the fact, mm-hmm. and I loved it. I don't know. I think it's fu- it's fine. Please be nice to me, <laughs> anyway. So that was I like my the thing. end of one. I think I one. one. I think two. I think the story is best yeah. in one. Oh, two, two is the best mix. I say this all the time on the show. I feel like I'm just a broken record. No. And then, then three is the best gameplay. Yeah, three is three is my favorite. Yeah. Of all of them, Mass uh, I cried so much. Andromeda is my favorite Mass Effect. <laughs> we don't talk about Mass Effect. Are you serious? I like Andromeda. Ever, it's the only one I've ever played. Wow. But I also Those like those people it, that only I, watch the new Star Wars or the, the old like new Star Wars because now there's new new Star Wars. And one, two, I've, ne- I've never yeah. had an interest for uh, for Mass Effect. And then when I worked here, and I've never. No Mass Effects have come out since I've worked here, mm-hmm. uh, except for Andromeda, and I got put on Andromeda, and I ended up liking it a lot. And so, a lot of people don't. I, I mean, I like it. I don't it's, really care. it's the thing; it's being compared to the original Mass Effect trilogy, <laughs> yeah. which is so good. So it's like has a super high bar, mm-hmm. and so anything it does that is not incredible is already like a super detriment to it because yeah. it's not the same as that. Um, which is a part of the thing of like a series going on when does it really need to? Like, are, mm-hmm. can we be done with this? Like, I like think they the told Walking their great Dead? story. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, things up. not really knowing how to die. And like, mm-hmm. I was glad to play Andromeda, but at the same time, if the trilogy would would have been it, that would have been great. I think that mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I f- the only thing I don't like about it is that I feel like it got really goofy near the end of three. Like a lot of the storytelling, they just leaned into humor. And then Andromeda, when that came out, I feel like they kind of just stuck with that. I never felt connected to the characters in the mm-hmm. same way. I didn't feel like I there do was agree anything m- super compelling about uh, the brother sister. Uh, I don't think the Andromeda. the characters like were consistently as strong as what we saw in the Mass Effect. But at the same time, mm-hmm. in the original trilogy, we got like three games, and mm-hmm. you know. That's yeah. a long, lot of time to learn all of these different characters. Whereas, like the first Mass Effect game had so few characters introduced, like fewer companions. Like mm-hmm. you're you're getting to know them a little bit more personally, and then you have mm-hmm. so much time to get to know them. Yeah. Um. So, I always like try to keep things in perspective. Yeah. Anyway, so I liked how that original trilogy <laughs> ended a lot. Um. As for my other game that I really like how it ends is Gravity Rush. So oh. Gravity Rush Two ends. I know people didn't play it. And I that's did. Fine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I really like how that ends. That was just all I was going to say about it, because if, nope, if there's another that. game, that would be cool, but I don't think there will be. Yeah. Um, Gravity yeah. Rush 2 is so good. It's so, so good. I know, I need to play that. Really yeah. I'm like, gra- I like Gravity. Yeah, I think, let's I think, go. <laughs> let's do it. Well, then you, then you may not like Gravity cool. Rush, because not, <laughs> a, whole lot of, with not gravity. a whole lot of gravity in that game. <laughs> just going wild. Well, I like messing with gravity. That's oh, actually then one, to be. perfect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's one of those series that I really wish like Xbox could steal from Sony. It's just like, just take Gravity Rush. I love it so much. It's yeah. so good and delightful and weird and ah, so great. 
Anyway. Yeah, that's just fun. Yeah. So that is our loop box for the week. Thank you guys for answering my question. Yeah. Um, with that, I think we are kind of ready to start closing things out. I know it's a little bit on the shorter side today, but like, you know, the news is not as flowing just because it is pre-E3 time. So mm-hmm. people are holding their announcements. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you guys have going on? What do you, would you like to plug? Nothing. <laughs> At great. Destin Gary. <laughs> Management stuff. <laughs> it's great. It's oh, wonderful. Yeah. It's exciting. <laughs> I'm doing something for that Splitgate game. Oh with yeah, CJ. Split oh, yeah. I got wrangled. In. I'm basically booked like all week with either production or stuff like that. So, yay! Cool. <laughs> oh, the wedding. Hanging there. Oh yeah, <laughs> yay! I'm getting married on May 28. That's so, so good. That, that's also going Dang, on. That's so sweet. Yeah, that's so yeah. Serious. We want. We Jeez. wanted to do it. We were talking about doing it uh, in the summer, uh, and then we realized my summer's like packed, mm-hmm. so that's not going to work. Uh, so we also didn't want to wait a whole year to do it mm-hmm. next year because we run into the same problem. So we're doing a, a smaller one faster. Wow. Yeah. That's very stressful. Congratulations. Yeah. I got uh, stressed hearing you say that. Yeah, every, like, you guys like just got engaged. Yeah. Most stuff's booked. So oh, yeah, that's good. There. Yeah. Oh, congrats. Cake's done. Oh, I got to email them about the cake. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, send your love and support to Destin McGarry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Jam, what do you got? A lot. What do you got going? Like, I know. Yeah, I have to like take a second. Uh, I'm working on the Rage 2 wiki, so stay tuned to that. You know, as the game comes out, we're going to be updating that with the, just like a bunch of pages that people are searching for, adding our walkthrough. Um, other than that, I just had my first review at IGN go up, which was exciting. Congrats! Thanks. Uh, it was for Life is Strange 2 episode three, so we'll see if that ends up being a series that has a good ending. We'll find out when four and five come out. Um, and those are be the main things that I'm working on right now. So yeah. Uh, last week, I plugged on the show that I was writing a piece about Sea of Thieves that has gone up now. Nice. So if you look for why now is the is a great time to return to Sea of Thieves, um, I'll tell you why in that video. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Mark underscore Medina. And as far as anything else is ish, E3 stuff. E3's coming. What if the article is just like, why now, Sea of Thieves? What am I doing? How do I do anything? I forgot all the controls. <laughs> That's how it is when I hop into a new game. Destin tried playing Minecraft yesterday. What? Just I just, just need to throw that out there. And yeah. I it wasn't pretty. I haven't played Minecraft in five years. <laughs> Except for on my phone, like, you know, creative mode. But like uh the 10th anniversary just happened. Mm-hmm. And there's all the oh, yeah. all the carts and everything were in there, and I couldn't get the cart to go on the track, and I was so mad because I was doing it right. <laughs> but it turns out they had built it with a button. And that's the only way you can get it to spawn under the track. And I was mm. so mad when I found that out. It's very strange. Well, congratulations mm. on discovering that. Yeah, yeah. Minecraft's Minecraft. great, but yeah. We all know what it is. It's good. <laughs> um, and then you can follow me at Havoc Rose, and that's Havoc with a K, pretty much everywhere. Um, right now, I am kind of also in the throngs of E3. We have plenty of stuff planned and just getting ready to cover. I did just recently put up a Detective Pikachu thing because, of oh. course, I did. Um, I kind of compared the game to the movie and kind of just showed up the differences and similarities. So please check that out. Yeah, um, that was awesome. It was super detailed. Thank you. Yeah, I love that game a lot. So I was really excited to dig into it. Yeah, the plot of that game but, seems crazy. I was like, should I play this? This is so sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think I always copy it. I was like, hey, remember, this is a, like actually a kid's game. So mm-hmm. and it does play like it, but it's still a lot of fun. You can learn more about Pokemon. Cool. Um, what else? I am also working on a lot of again E three things. So please, I'm going to say it again for like the third time. Check out the E three wiki. Like we work really hard on it. So we are working on confirming all those games. Um, last week we read off the list, and there are more games now. Yeah, it feels I like every day. Don't remember. Yeah, pretty much every it's, day there's new games. It's honestly a great wiki, Miranda, and you've been Thank doing you. it for years. And yep. I use it as like a source to. Just it's a good collection of mm-hmm. all the news and all the stuff that you may have missed. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. my child. I especially like that we have so many time zones listed. Oh, I'm yeah. from Chicago and we have CT and I always had to calculate it myself and I hated doing that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's really cool that ours is so comprehensive and so inviting to literally anyone from anywhere who might want to know like when things are happening. Yeah. So you might have to do some calculations. We have like four time zones listed, I think. <laughs> might yeah. add more later. Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much. For Dustin, Janet, and Mark, I'm Miranda Sanchez. Thank you guys for joining us on Unlock This Week. We will see you later.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.